Tonight is one night you will not forget in a hurry. Do prophetically that tonight is one night you will not forget in a hurry. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, let tonight be one of those memorable nights in your life of destiny. May my God arise and show up for you like a mighty, terrible one. In the name of Jesus, and I speak to you prophetically, these Egyptians you see today, in the name of Jesus Christ who died and rose again, you will see them no more forever. 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 Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the 
we thank you. Heal the sick tonight. Let the oppressed go free. Let yokes be lifted. Let the lost find their way back home. Speak to your people tonight. And standing under this grace that you have so graciously granted our Father, His eminence, we decree and declare that the gates are finally open tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please, I want you to be very, very sensitive tonight. Whether you are here on ground or you are following by way of television or any of the internet platforms. You see, there are moments in the life of an individual, a definite moments and such times would require high level discernment you can miss a season and you would have to wait a long time again the bible says there was a man who sat at a place called Bethesda for 38 years I'm sure after 5 years the man would believe that by the 6th year he will be whole. alright I told you time does not change anything. The day you get angry and dissatisfied, you can call that day your today. May it be that someone will not postpone his or her today until next year. You can insist and say today is my today. For a miracle, for a testimony, to see the mighty and marvelous hand of God rest upon my life. For a man of God today, tonight can be your tonight to rewrite the story of the call of God upon your life. The Bible says to make your, to give all diligence to make your calling and your election sure. That means it is your responsibility to stop people from doubting the validity of your call. sudden I had a sound. You know how miners just break a rock and I saw water 
gushing from that rock, spreading across regions. This is what I saw in my vision. Hallelujah. That rock himself is Jesus Christ. He says, and upon this rock, and the waters that flow, remember the prophecy of Ezekiel. Is that true? That he, I saw from the east side, Ezekiel said, of the temple, water began to show forth. And he measured a thousand cubits, he said, and it was to my feet. That was a realm and a level. Then a thousand cubits, and it was to my knees. Then a thousand cubits, and it was to my loins. And then he says, a thousand cubits, and it was a river overflowing. That everywhere that river went, the fish that was dead would come back to life. Who is God speaking to tonight? Tonight is a night of resurrection for someone. In the name of Jesus Christ, a night of resurrection for someone. I know you have rolled the stone and even sealed it. But the master demands that the stone be rolled away. Because Lazarus is about to come forth. In the name of Jesus. He said, took me in the spirit of the Lord and to a valley. That that valley was full of bones and it was very dry. He said, son of man, can these bones, can this ministry, can this mantle return again? Son of man, can this call be revalidated again? And the prophet said, only thou knowest. And he said, prophesy, prophesy and speak to these bones. All bones, he says, hear ye the word of the Lord. And the Bible says he prophesied. And life came. Then he said, speak to the four winds. All wind, he says, breathe upon this slain. And there arose an exceeding great army. and what I saw was a woman in labor about to give birth. This is what I saw. 
and it was as though she was going to lose the pregnancy and I saw a hand that reached and she just pushed. It says as soon as Zion travails, please hear me, for someone that which the devil meant that you will have bought a parakosh kadiata, please open your mouth and begin to pray in the spirit.
Let it rest upon you. Let it rest upon you. Let it rest upon you. Man of God, let it rest upon you. In response to your prayer and fasting, let it rest upon you. Let it rest upon you. I open a new prophetic vista in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God.
says, Now the Lord is that spirit. There are many spirits, but the Lord is that spirit. And it says, Where the spirit of the Lord is, the Bible declares that there is liberty. Then it says that we all, so it's an experience for all, with faces unveiled, beholding him, as in the mirror it says, we are changed from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. what you can do with men who are hungry. This is what you can do with men who are thirsty. This is what you can do with they that wait upon the Lord. He said, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, that he does not grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding, he says, that he gives power to the faint and to them that have no mighty increased strength. Then he says that even the youth will be weary, the young men will faint. He says, but they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. He says that they will mount up with wings, even as the eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. You can fake power but you cannot fake his presence. No. Please be seated. Let's see how far God will help us tonight. We're going to pray. But I'm seeing someone who came here with a crutch. You came here with a walking aid. I don't know where that person is. Lift it up and walk now. I don't know where that person is. I'm seeing this in my vision. Lift it up and walk. Support the gentleman. 
name of Jesus, let there be perfection over your body. Right now, I stretch my hands. In the name of you will have the last laugh over this situation by the power that raised Christ from the dead. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is showing me someone from a distance you could not see very well. I think your right eye. Right now the power of God is coming on you. You will be able to see me on stage right now. I don't know who that person is. But in the name of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare, you are not completely blind. But that one that could not see, in the name of Jesus, I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit, let there be healing for you right now. Let there be healing for you right now. In the name of Jesus. This woman is out for the same situation. Look at me, madam. How long has this been? Five years. Walk. Look at this. She could not walk for five years. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord do us good tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you. Let's celebrate Jesus. Return to your seat. And let's have a word.
among the many meanings and expressions, it means a break in continuity. The inability to continue a process. A gap. Number two, an interruption to consistency. When you talk about the word gap, it suggests an interruption to consistency. You are safe to say because a process, the consistency of a process have been altered by whatever factor. You can say a gap has been created. So prophetically, this conference seeks to bring back consistency to certain spiritual processes and certain spiritual protocols that have been severed for many reasons and on account of many factors. And I want you to please listen. For the purpose of my discussion tonight, the Spirit of the Lord inspired me to speak along four areas. Four areas where the body of Christ is currently experiencing a big gap and a big divide. And God has set up platforms, including this conference, to bridge that gap. If you believe that, shout a loud amen. Very quickly, without wasting your time, I'm going to share along the lines of four areas. And please, I want you to write and listen. Lend me your attention. Lend me your concentration. This is a very prophetic message. Four areas where for whatever reason, the body of Christ has experienced an interruption as far as spiritual consistency is concerned. This is true for Ghana. This is true for Nigeria. This is true for many other African nations. This is true for Europe, the US, the Caribbeans, as far as your mind can reach. Number one, the first area where God seeks to bridge the gap, are you ready now? Is the divide between authentic Christianity and counterfeit Christianity. Listen carefully. There is an ever-growing widening of this gap between authentic Christianity and what we know and call to be counterfeit Christianity. Hallelujah. It is very difficult, especially for the young man in this generation to theologically articulate who a Christian is. We use many non-biblical parameters as a measure of true spirituality and spiritual health. There must be a restoration of the biblical parameters that define who an authentic Christian is as against counterfeit Christianity. Are we together? More than parameters like preaching prowess, more than parameters like skill and giftings, it is important that there be a restoration to the body of Christ. Doctrinally and theologically, the average believer in Ghana, in Africa, and across the globe must be able to know who a Christian is and who a Christian is not. If we cannot spell this divide clearly, a generation will come 
that will not know the difference between the God of the Bible and any other God again. Hallelujah. For starters, the Bible tells us clearly, Apostle John was writing his epistle and he said, this is the testimony, the record, he says, that God had given us eternal life, but that he structured the administration of eternal life such that until and unless you encounter the Son, you cannot have that life. You will be amazed to know how many people today, preachers, sadly, members, workers in church, writers of Christian books that genuinely countered the Son of God. An encounter with an angel does not translate to salvation. An encounter with a preacher does not translate to salvation. In fact, an encounter with a church does not translate to salvation. The Bible says there is no other name under heaven given unto men by which we must be saved. Longevity in church does not equal salvation. Being given a Christian appointment to serve does not equal salvation. The ability to speak words that are consistent with scripture as well-meaning as it is does not equal salvation. There needs to be for status a restoration of the biblical pathway to becoming a Christian. Hallelujah. A few months ago, I was inspired by the Spirit. I brought a message to the body of Christ called the Purified Church. It was an attempt to reveal seven deadly sins that the Lord put in my spirit to lovingly, not from a standpoint of condemnation and sarcasm, but to be able to open the body of Christ to that until and unless his bride is purified from these six deadly sins, we will never be able to bring forth the portrait of authentic, prophetic, and apostolic Christianity. Let me run through the list. We're still looking at point one. I'm not going to explain, but I will just state. The first breach, the first gap that needs to be closed is the divide between authentic Christianity and counterfeit Christianity. The Lord gave me seven deadly sins that he told me is eating up his body and there is a need for believers, for churches, for men and women of God to retrace their steps. Now, this is not a call to condemnation, but it is a charge to call the body of Christ to a higher level of accuracy in our work with God. Number one, the first thing that the Lord revealed to me that the body of Christ needs to be able to retrace our steps from is immorality and related perversions. There has to be a genuine repentance. Now, this is not about pointing fingers. It's about the church taking a corporate responsibility and coming to the Lord and crying with sackcloth and ashes like it was in the days of Nineveh that there be genuine repentance from the plague and the cancer 
of immorality and all other related perversions. Number two, the sin of lust for money and material things. Money and material things are very important and they add up to the overall efficiency of the believer. But you see, many have made and are making the, the mistake of the rich fool in the Bible. His dependence was around money and material things. He built large bands and said, my soul, find rest. And the Bible says that the Lord told him tonight, your soul will be required of you. Can I tell you, money is important. Prosperity is important. I will never be the preacher that stops God's people from stepping into the abundance that is meant for them. But, but, Christ must be at the epicenter of your pursuit and not things. The moment it becomes an obsession for money and material things, you are already on the path to destruction. The second scene, the body of Christ must be called to manage is our appetite and our loss for money and material things. Sometimes we mistakenly equate material things to spirituality that to the degree to which I have money and abundance of resources, it means I am spiritual. It means my faith is working. It may not necessarily be true. Number three, is God speaking to someone? We are bridging the gap tonight. The third scene that the body of Christ must be called to order from is witchcraft and extra-biblical practices. Witchcraft and extra-biblical practices. Now, I'm speaking apostolically. So I'm speaking to the body of Christ. There are sincere people. In fact, the Bible puts it this way. It said the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith and shall give heed to seducing spirits and the doctrine of demons. There is a manifestation of a class of spirits called seducing spirits. And there is a body of knowledge and truth that the Bible calls the doctrine of demons. You don't have to be evil to be a victim of this. Sometimes it's a product of the kind of mentorship you came under. Sometimes it's a product of the kind of exposure. We live in a world where there is an appetite for power. Justifiably so. There is an appetite for results. There is an appetite to see the grace and the glory of God find expression and to be made manifest in a man of God, a business person, a politician. And that search has driven many people into extra-biblical practices. In this kingdom, it is not only results that matter. The process that leads to the result matters. If Jesus Christ is not revealed and glorified in the process, then it is not authentic and it cannot give God glory even if the result is correct. Don't tell me it does not matter. The most important thing I should get the result. No, sir. There must be an operation such that Christ must be revealed in and through that process. Number four. Let's hurry up. Pride. Vain glory. 
and self-centeredness. This is the fourth sin that the body of Christ needs to be purged from. Pride, vain glory, and self-centeredness. There's not much to say there. It is already clear. Pride, vain glory. Number five is called the sin of the tongue. That includes lying. That includes gossip. That includes backbiting and the sowing of the sins of discord. Brethren, joining the heads of people, there are many men of God today who have no problem being at loggerheads except that someone came in between and sowed a seed of discord and went quietly and allowed the program of God to be interrupted. The sin of the tongue. So don't tell me I'm not involved in immorality. Don't tell me I am not proud. The Bible says if a man err not in words, that man is a perfect man. One of the indices that measure spiritual maturity is not miracles. It is order of your speakings. Hallelujah. Are we together? The sin of the tongue. Number six, the sixth sin that the body of Christ needs to be purged from is competition and unhealthy comparison. Competition, competition, competition. I am for Apollos, I am for Paul. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Increase only resides within the office of the Christ. Paul may plant, Apollo may water, but as far as increase is concerned, it is the God of heaven. And him alone that gives increase. Hallelujah. Unhealthy competition. We must get to a point where we have mutual respect and not, and you see, the danger is that the younger generation that is coming are already embracing some of these templates. And if not balanced, there will be disaster and catastrophe in the body of Christ. Let me hurry up. I promise not to teach on it. Just to list. Number seven. The seed of imbalance. Imbalance. The failure to communicate the whole counsel of God. The failure to communicate the whole counsel of God. Listen, let me tell you the truth. Worse than error is the sin of imbalance. The sin of imbalance means that you do not open God's people to the whole counsel of God. You can embrace all the dimensions in God that are meant for the holistic build-up of believers. These seven deadly sins, I pray that God will grant us grace to reorder our lives as we obtain grace from God to correct these anomalies. Shout amen if you believe. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I see that there's showers of blessings. Now, <laughs> hallelujah. So let's get back to our teaching. I promise that for Four gaps that must be bridged. Number one, the gap between authentic Christianity and counterfeit Christianity. And all I said 
was just to buttress on that point. Very quickly, number two, the second gap that a conference like this seeks to bridge is what I wrote here, translating spirituality to a context that transforms society and nations. Listen, this is a great gap that needs to be closed. That means our spirituality must be translated to a context that makes for nation building and the transformation of society. For as long as our Christian experience ends up just with fanatism, without an expression that society can relate with, we will remain a nuisance to civilization. Your love for God, your prayer, your fasting, your word study must be able to translate to a context that society can see the light and the life of God that is at work in you. In Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13, Jesus was teaching what we call the Beatitudes. He says you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savour, he says where it shall it be salted? The assignment of salt is to add taste and to preserve. So Jesus does not just call us sons of God. He doesn't just call us miracle workers. He does not just call us prophets and apostles. Hallelujah. He says we are salt. Then when we go to verse 14, he says you are the light of the world. The light of the world. Someone shout light of the world. One more time, say, I am the light of the world. More than being an apostle and a prophet. Listen to me. The nations are tired of our fanatism. They are waiting for us to translate spirituality into a context that improves society, that can turn lives around spiritually, but it must have a political expression. It must have an economic expression. I found as a man of God that I will never raise a people who are just spiritually vibrant. They must be people equipped with intelligence and they must be structurally mentored to be able to be agents of national transformation. Dear servants of God that serve God in the vineyard, Regardless what we are called to do, we must have it at the back of our minds that more than falling up, falling down and standing up, the faith life must do something within us, then do something from within us and flow out to society. When Jesus came, his impact was not just with those who were sick. He was with politicians. He was with business people. He communicated the counsel of God. Jesus would interrupt a crusade to go to the house of one financial person because he knew the implication of influence and transforming systems and structures. There must be an apostolic and a kingdom order a reorientation to the body of Christ. The value of our prayer, our fasting, the value of our accessing the gifts of the Spirit is to help us to be salt and light. Let me tell you something about salt. Women, you know this, it is never too late to add salt in food. There are ingredients when you want to cook, if you do not add them at the appropriate time, that will be the end of it. But even if your meal is already on the table, there is still room to add salt. Who am I speaking to? 
because Ghana has been waiting for you. Don't tell me I'm too old. Don't tell me time has gone. You are the salt of the earth, he says. Hallelujah. This is the second bridge. The second gap that needs to be bridged. There is an apostolic and a kingdom orientation that the body of Christ must have. Respectfully speaking, you see, the church in Africa for a long time, we have demonstrated excellence in spirituality and that is noble. But we have not been able to translate our Christian experiences to a context that makes for kingdom come. The gospel is twofold. Listen carefully. Number one, there is the message that saves. Number two, there is the value system that translates society. Hallelujah. This is a second bridge, gap that needs to be bridged. There are people today in ministry, pastoral ministry, who have no business being in ministry, but they have accumulated a lot of spiritual energy through fasting and prayer and discipleship and they don't know what to do with it because they have not been given an orientation that you must not be on the pulpit to serve the purposes of God. So now, what do I do with my energy for the prophetic? What do I do with my energy? I'm fasting and praying, submitting myself to mentorship. Now I don't know what to do with all this orientation. So we have all kinds of things happening on the pulpit. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. He never said you shall be men of God. He never said you shall be prophets and apostles. He calls us witnesses. A witness is a validator of a claim. Is someone learning tonight? There has to be a point of application to our sermons our teachings, our mentorship platforms. To what end? If I tell the people to fast and pray, if I tell the people to be in a state of consecration, if I tell the man of God to go for the word of God, to what end? Where are we going with those experiences? Purpose is what gives credence to activities. When there are activities without purpose, frustration will be imminent. It is the reason why many people today, respectfully speaking, did you know that in Europe right now, there is a disturbing decline in the Christian faith? Disturbing decline. Because there is now a generation that does not perceive any relevance of the faith life with respect to alternatives like social media, like IT, we have not been able to translate our spirituality to a context that makes it worthwhile to be a Christian. So we have now, through our lopsided approach to the Christian faith, we have given a generation an alternative. Either become a, a Christian and be a mediocre and a failure and be out of touch with the civilization or denounce Jesus and embrace technology and intellectual advancement. Who created that divide? Hmm. 
From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, your name is to be hallowed. It's from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. following our discussion tonight, let me do a very quick recap that the first gap that needs to be breached is to close the gap, the ever-widening divide between authentic Christianity and counterfeit Christianity. Number two, that we must be able to translate our spiritual experiences and give it an expression that transforms society and transforms nations. Daniel, the spiritual, became Daniel, the leader, who reigned through the dispensation of three kings. He translated his spirituality to a context that brought the name, it brought honor to the name of the Lord in Babylon. Joseph, the spiritual, translated his spirituality and was able to buy it profound economic solutions that literally salvaged Egypt and by extension God's covenant people. Number three, the third gap, are you ready now, that needs to be breached even in a conference like this is restoration of honor to leaders and fathers of faith. This is the third gap that must be breached. Restoration of the concept of honor. A generation is gradually losing the value and the orientation of the excellency of honor. We have embraced all kinds of compromises. It has seemed to be marketable today to walk and to live in dishonor. Hallelujah. With showers of blessings, we declare that the rains will cease for the purpose of this conference. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the mystery of the key of David that can shut and can open, we declare in the name of Jesus that the rains stay. Hallelujah. Now pay attention please. My concern is for you. As for me, this is how he found me. This is how we started preaching. It was not with protocol and we, I mean we preached in the rain and in the sun so it absolutely makes no difference whatsoever. I'm a believer in excellence but we are, we are more passionate rain has no, it's, it's not even a prayer request. I consider it an embarrassment to be interrupted by rain. Are we together? So don't, don't even, listen, don't, don't even try to feel sorry for me. No. We are not called men of God um, for nothing. It is a covenant to stand behind the cross and to see Jesus lifted. 
Malachi chapter 4. Please give us from verse 5 and 6. Behold, I will send Elijah. I hope you know that Elijah is more than a man. Elijah is an apostolic and prophetic system that does two things. Number one, it brings restoration of all things. Number two, is the spirit of judgment upon the wicked. The first manifestation of the spirit of Elijah was seen in the man Noah. It's not about a man. There are individuals who personify systems and structures. Elijah as a man is translated to heaven and the system continues in the man John. The same way Jezebel is not just a woman. It is a satanic system that thrives when it is connected to power and governance. So when the Bible says, I send Elijah, he does not mean the man Elijah. Elijah is the spirit that foreruns revival. Every time the move of God is about to come, Jesus can never show up until Elijah goes. Jesus represents the move of God, revival. When Jesus was supposed to come in the flesh, Elijah foreran him in John. You call him the Baptist. So when the move of God is about to start in another dimension in Ghana, you will see the sudden manifestation of the spirit of Elijah. Remember again, the assignment of Elijah, number one, is to bring restoration and reconciliation. Number two, the spirit of judgment upon everything that is antichrist. So let's read now. It says, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Verse, five, verse 6. He shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Please look at me. Any nation that dishonors the sacrifices and the investments of fathers especially spiritual fathers but then it translates to people who God has helped you see we live in a generation right now where because of civilization westernization and a higher level of orientation it is seeming to be obsolete today to pay attention to the sacrifices of fathers I do not have time I would have shown you the mystery that was adumbrated in Eli and Samuel. The Bible says it was at a time when the eyes of Eli was already becoming dim. It is a dangerous thing for your eyes to be dim because the Bible says the eye is the light of the body. And then Eli represents the generation that is living. Samuel was a young boy who was sleeping close to the ark. The Bible says... He had the voice of God waking a generation. He was not just a little boy. That was a generation that God was waking. And Samuel did something powerful. When he got up, he went to Eli and he said, you call me. And Eli said, no, go back and sleep. The boy had access to the voice of God, but he did not have access to the stamina that interprets the speakings of God. Had he remained there, he
he would have had God correctly, but died because he did not know what to do with the voice. The second time he went to Eli, Eli said, ah, I know this writing. I understand. By reason of my work with God, I know how he speaks. The next time he speaks to you, say, speak Lord for your servant heareth. Can I tell you, my dear people, just because you have a greater sense of revelation than the fathers, just because you can seem to prophesy more than the fathers, just because you have accessed higher levels of light by reason of your alignment and you have climbed the back of the sacrifices of many, it should never be a basis for dishonor to fathers. Fathers deserve their honor till the day they transit. Please listen to me. A generation that curses their fathers is a generation that will attract a curse upon themselves even in the midst of knowledge and excellence. We need to be careful, especially younger ministers. Do not be like Paul. He says, much learning make thee mad. We have access revelation and mysteries and we have access several things. Listen, when a father fights his son, he loses his honor. But when a son fights a father, he loses his life. There are allocations to these things. There are rules of engagement. There are protocols. The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6, I believe, is it 6 or 5? From verse 2 and 3. It says, honor thy father and thy mother. Which is the first commandment with promise? What is the promise? That it may be well with you and that thou mayest live long upon the earth. There are many people today who have all kinds of inexplainable woes in their lives, regardless their intellectual prowess, regardless educational achievements, and they may not know why. Could it be that you are a victim of the ill speaking of a father? It is dangerous for a father to make a statement and a pronouncement out of his pain. It is only the mercy of God that can bail you. Hallelujah. Jesus himself demonstrating fatherhood in John 17. The Bible says he lifted up his eyes to heaven and he prayed. He said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son that thy son may bring glory to you. He had to account for all the disciples that were under his care. He says, all that you have given me, I have kept and none is lost except the son of perdition and that that scripture may be fulfilled. Please hear me. Ghana, my charge to you, Africa, my charge to you, let there be a restoration of honor to fathers. Are we together? Every man of God who truly names the name of Christ and has served God sincerely, I don't want to know whatever story happened around their life, provided they have been testaments of sacrifice for the gospel, sacrifice in politics, sacrifice in business. You owe them your honor in truth. Let God be the judge of whatever else you are uncomfortable with. But as far as the mandate is upon you, can I tell you the truth? 
when you dishonor fathers, dishonor is a seed. It brings a harvest. Dishonor is a fruitful seed. It will bring all kinds of harvests. It has been my call to my generation for many years that we must manage our approach to fathers. They deserve their honor in life and in death. You, you may be a great man of God, but you have dishonored your biological parents. And some of them, before they left, they uttered words. Unfortunately, words don't die. Now, it's 10 years since mama left, but she looked at you and said, what you did to me, may you raise people who will do more to you. And look what is happening right now. For anyone here who is a product of the cause of fathers, I stand by the privilege of the election of grace. And I cry to the God of heaven, the one who is merciful and kind. Tonight, may you find mercy. Please hear me. Let me bring a quick balance. And I'm grateful for the liberty that his eminence has given. The balance here is that let me also encourage respectfully speaking fathers across the continent submission should not translate to slavery this must be balanced when Apostle John was writing he wrote to fathers an instruction as you have an instruction young men you have an instruction children you have an instruction but by all means, please, I want you to repent of anything that makes you tempt to fight fathers. You may win physically, but you are programming wars to your children and your children's children. Someone shout, God forbid. One more time. I made a personal covenant and a commitment unto God that for as long as I live, and as I serve his purposes in the vineyard, I owe any genuine father that I meet across the globe, even if not connected to them directly, by reason of their sacrifices, they have earned my honor in life and in death. The third gap. Thank you that must be closed is the gap of dishonor. Please look at me. Young men, when you wake up in the morning, greet your parents. Don't say I'm too old. That is the attitude of unwise people. Are we together? The word father comes from the word Abba and it means four things. Number one, source. Number two, sustainer. Number three, defender. Number four, originator. Originator. A generation that ignores their fathers is a generation that will perish in pride. Hallelujah. I have the privilege of being close to our fathers of faith back in Nigeria and I've made it a covenant 
that they are deserving of my honor. Every time God grants me the privilege to be with them and to meet them, I communicate honor in an unashamed way. No matter how high I rise, I have prayed to God, may I never rise to a point where I cannot honor fathers. No, that is absolute pride. Listen, people don't just rise out of nothing. Growth and influence is a product of accessing spiritual systems. Honor being the chiefest of them. If the revelation you have translates to dishonor, you are already under attack. If the gift of the spirit working in your life translates to dishonor, you are already under attack. There are people that trained me when I was nothing. Some of them today will see me and almost say, sir, and I will quickly say, please, please, daddy, don't do this. I'm too young to be that foolish. I will not make that mistake. When I came in here and I saw our father, his eminence, I greeted him. The only reason why I hugged him was because he hugged me. I would not be so foolish to come and say, I am Apostle Joshua Selman. And in case that kind of spirit is growing in you, I curse it right now. Honor is not human worship. But let me tell you the truth. You cannot, you don't have the stamina to manage the pain of dishonor. Trust me. Dishonor is dangerous. Number four. Has God spoken to someone tonight? What is the fourth bridge? Are you ready? Restoration of genuine results to the believer's Christian experience. This is the fourth gap. And it is with this that we'll now move into the session of prayers tonight. Restoration of genuine results to the believer's Christian experience. Please look at me. Let me tell you sincerely, we do not serve God because of results. We serve God because we love him. But I assure you by the integrity of God's word, if your Christian experience is barren of genuine results, you will become an embarrassment to yourself and an ineffective witness to your world. John chapter 15 and verse 8, Jesus was speaking and here's what he said. He said, herein is my father glorified. Is that in your Bible? When ye bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Go to verse 16 of 15 now. John 15, 16. He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. The word ordained means to legitimize your operation. That you should go and bear fruit. Matthew chapter 5. And verse 16, it says, therefore, let your light so shine before men. Is that in your Bible? That they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. John 17 and verse 1, Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Listen, he said, glorify thy son that thy son will bring glory to you. So God is glorified when his sons are glorified. Someone shout results. One more time, shout results. The 
that your life will be an expression of Galatians 1.24. The Bible says, and they glorified God in me. And they glorified God in me. I made up my mind as a leader and as a preacher that I will never do ministry without results. No. Results are important. There, I hope you know that your result is an evangelist. There is a kind of sermon only your results can preach. Acts chapter 4 and verse 33. Am I wasting your time? Acts 4, 33. Let's read it together, please. Are you ready? Is it projected? One to read. And with great power, the Bible says, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection. It says, and great grace was upon them all. How many? When it has to do with the grace of God that empowers you to give witness to the resurrection, it is not for some. Power. I believe in results. Ministry without results will, will keep you in unnecessary suspicion. The Bible says you have a responsibility to make, to give all diligence to make your calling and your election sure. Supernatural solutions by the wisdom of God. Supernatural manifestations of his power. Hear me ladies and gentlemen, respectfully speaking, if our father, his eminence did not have results in his life, Results of changed lives, healed bodies, lives and nations and kings delivered. I assure you, I know you love him but you will not be here. Can I tell you, people love you but make no mistakes about it. They want to move forward too. If your life is not producing the result that compels them, they will love you from afar and leave you to walk alone. There's, there's nothing to hide. Nobody wants to follow a leader, a man of God, a businessman that does not command results and inspire others to do same. You cannot influence a generation giving stories. Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. It says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Verse 19 says, For the earnest expectation of the creature awaited the manifestation of the sons of God. Not the explanation, the manifestation. John said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us in that we are being called the sons of God. He says, Now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be like. Hear me? came tonight to be set on fire like the foxes of Samson that you will go back and begin to command results man of God genuine results results of salvation results of healing results of deliverance results of transformed lives when Jesus saw a tree that was taken from the earth and not giving back in terms of his food. He cursed it. In Matthew 25, the Bible says, 
that he gave unto one five talents, to another two talents, to one one talent. According to their several abilities, he expected them to go and produce results. The Bible says after a while, he came to demand stewardship. The one who had five, what did you do with it? He had produced five again. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. The one with two had produced two. The one with one talent said, I know you are a hard man. You like to reap where you have not sold. So I thought to bury your seed, your talent. And he called him wicked and unprofitable servant. Hear me? We read about those today we call God's generals. Men like Smith Wigglesworth. Men like E.M. Bounds, great men, R.W. Shambach. These were men who walked upon the earth and operated in dimensions of the spirit that you would think they are exaggerations. There needs to be a restoration of authentic power, authentic results to the church. Let me sing the song I sang yesterday again. Though we are few, surrounded by many, you have crossed that river before, and this is the song we'll be singing forever.
but I've not told anybody. I said, so you see, people are looking for solutions, but they want to verify that you have the power to produce the result first. They will not open up in the face of powerlessness. And I made up my mind. I said, Lord, as you send me to the nations, please do not send me with a salmon alone. It will take more than a salmon for the tulip gates of nations to be opened. what it means to be a witness. If you go to the court of law, 
those who are judicial people here, you do not need a witness until there is a contention. Is that true? When there is a contention in the court of law, the judge will ask you, do you have a witness? The assignment of the witness is to establish and validate truthfulness. And a witness is only effective if he comes with a token of truthfulness called evidence. Evidence. You were not there when Jesus died. You were not there when he said, all authority in heaven and the earth has been given unto me. You were not there when your sins was being paid for and yet you are being sent to defend as though you were there. But you were not sent alone. He sent his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God who was there now in partnership with you and he's sending you to the nations to defend the cause of Jesus. When you tell this generation Jesus saves, they say, show me. When you tell this generation Jesus lifts, they say, show me. Don't just tell me. Listen, the Christian experience is that which demands hearing and seeing, not hearing alone. Acts chapter 8 from verse 5, the Bible says, And Philip went down to Samaria, and there he preached Christ unto them. Is that in your Bible? Verse 6, the Bible says, The people with one accord, they gave heed to the things that he said, hearing and seeing the miracles that he did. Not only hearing, but seeing. So when you tell somebody, Jesus can turn your life around, show it by the excellency of his power that your life can be turned around. Tonight, precious people of Ghana, the body of Christ in this region and across Africa, and as many who are following, I have come tonight in partnership with the grace upon his eminence to sound a shofar like prophet Joel said to do he said blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm upon my holy mountain that there is a call by the spirit of God to bridge this gap between authentic Christianity and counterfeit Christianity number two to bridge the gap of fanatism without territorial impact That we must be able to translate our Christian experience to a context that develops and improves society. That way all and sundry will see us as light and salt. And the Bible says they will give glory to our Father which is in heaven. Number three, the third gap to be closed is restoration of honor. I have advocated this. I have been an advocate of honor for many years that dishonor never pays. As painful as it is, honor your government. As painful as it is, honor your spiritual leaders. As painful as it is, honor your parents. As painful as it is, honor all men. For this is what the Bible says, to honor all men, then it says to honor the king. And then number four, Number four, and this is my assignment tonight, a restoration of authentic apostolic 
and prophetic power to the body of Christ that we will be able to command genuine results. Imagine what will be if every church in Ghana is on fire. Doesn't matter the denomination. Does not matter where. Anywhere demons go to, they are already in trouble. They run away from Action Chapel to Takoradi. There is another fire blazing there. He wrote a letter to the seven churches, to the church in Ephesus, the church in Pagamos, the church in Smyrna, the church, all of the, the seven churches that were in Asia Minor, but prophetically they represent the Catholic church, the universal church. There is a message for every church and for every denomination. Let us restore authentic power more than falling down and standing up. The world is tired of seeing people stand up, fall down as a validation to our anointing. The prophet came in and met an economic condition and he said, by this time, tomorrow. Hallelujah. And a foolish man said, even if God will open the windows of heaven, might this happen? The same way we declare the rain to cease. And I'm sure someone was wondering, well, we don't know. Listen, not everybody is faking this thing. Oh, let me tell you the truth. There are people who have a covenant with God. Please sit down. Authority in the kingdom is not luck. It's based on knowledge. Revelations 3.8, it says, I am he that was dead and now is alive. He said, I have the key of David. The key of David is a mystery that opens a door that no man can shut. There are, if you do not have that mystery, you can open a door that men can shut. So that if I tell you now the gates of your destiny, that they be open hither and thither, that you believe. submit your prayer request. Wave it and let me see it. Oh dear. I'm not sure. Have, have they been collated? Someone advise me. Okay, here's what I want you to do. For the sake of time and to make the work easy for the ushers. Every row, please pass the prayer request to one person by the end of your aisles. And then that one person, please stand. That one person, please stand. Nobody's reading your request. Just pass it very quickly. Those online, you can submit your prayer request by way of um, the, the links that have been given to you. Let's do that very fast. Just pass it to the last person, either at the left or the right. And then may I request that that person stands. 
all our officials, the officials, I see that they are wearing um, some jerseys. They would pick it up and then we'll have it here right now. You look past my sin, my guilt, my shame, and poured your love. Just a moment, please. Okay, no, no, no. Please hold on. Don't give your seed yet until we pray on it. Please. If you have dropped it, that's fine. I remember yesterday, I have my own two here. Please be patient. It's not just about dropping money. It's about the prophetic word that is on it. Are we together now? So please, that should be separate from this. If you are, did you add it with the, the prayer request? Okay, so please keep the seed aside. There'll be a session for it. That's the last thing we're going to do very quickly. Let's make that fast, please. Just pass it. Officials, please, can you pick it very quickly so we begin to pray? You look beyond me, ago in a crusade like this the great man of God who has transited to be with the Lord Reinhard Bonke Reinhard Bonke was holding a crusade and I remember I came to that ground and the first day was phenomenal I saw miracles and supernatural manifestations of the spirit by the next day, I made up my mind that I wanted to honor that grace, not just to receive. And so I made up my mind that I was going to come earlier. I came at about 2, 3, and I saw them wheeling people on wheelchairs, sick people, and all kinds of people. And I made up my mind to participate. I wanted to do something. Will it be fine if we, where are we going to drop it? Where would you prefer? The altar here? Okay, that's fine. Oh, the ark. Is that fine, sir? Okay, so. Wave every challenge goodbye as it's been dropped here. That these Egyptians you see today, in the name of Jesus, you will see them no more forever. Yes, I'll need two people to hold it for me like this. I hope you don't mind. We need it open because we're about to pray. If Baal be God, serve him. If God be God, serve him. But Ghana tonight, let the God that answers by fire. Let the God that answers by fire. Let the God that heals by fire. Let the God that delivers by fire. Please make sure your request is here. 
Let's all stand. Thank you for your patience. Let's all stand, please. Water you turn into wine. You open the eyes of the light. There's no one like you. There's none like you. So water you turn, say, water you turn into wine.
And I believe the last prayer point affects all of us. The restoration of authentic power. Authentic power. Regardless what degree of the power of the spirit you have experienced, there can still be more. Higher realms and higher dimensions. In the name of Jesus. 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 Please stretch your hands towards this prayer request by faith. We're standing under the corporate anointing. We're standing as a church. Regardless denominational divides. Regardless what we agree on and what we do not agree on. The church in Ghana is standing in unity. Above and beyond the walls that divide us. And the petty aspects of the Christian faith we might believe or not believe. For there is one Lord. There is one faith. There is one baptism. And it is in that name that we come tonight. And we're standing here. It's only because you made. We're standing here. Only because you made. We are standing here. Only because you made. You made a way. Made a
in ministry, a new season in business, a new season in politics. I prayed speed yesterday and the Lord is still saying I should pray it again. The spirit of delay that has tied down families, tied down lives, please help them. Whether you are an usher or not, please do help them. In the name of Jesus, I send the rod of speed. Let it come upon your life now. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. I cause the spirit of delay. I cause the spirit of delay. I cause the spirit of delay. Fire from heaven. Fire from heaven. Fire from heaven. supposed to have left you. I want to call it back by prophecy. In the name that is above all names, please hear me. I stand as one sent of God and I decree between now and the next 90 days, everything that has left you, I command it to return right now. I command it to return. I command it to return. Let there be restoration. Let there be restoration. Hallelujah. Hear me. The Bible says one time, the sons of the prophet, under the leadership of Elijah, they told their prophet, they said, where we meet with you is too straight. Let us go beyond the Jordan. And the Bible says, while they were trying to fell the woods, the axe head fell 
And the young man said, Alas, master, it was borrowed. And the prophet came and said, Where fell it? I want to speak to people who are in several financial situations. Debts and all kinds of things that are interrupting your liberty to serve God. Every time there is an economic problem in scripture, the prophetic was the office that was responsible for restoration. I decree and declare right now, in the name of Jesus, let there be supernatural restoration in your finances. Supernatural restoration in your finances. Supernatural restoration in your finances. Hallelujah. By the privilege of God's grace, please hear me. The man standing before you here, I understand what it means to be helped by God. I am a testament of that statement, Ebenezer, that an ordinary man can be helped by God. I want to speak the grace that lifts over someone. I will hold on through the storms and I will hold on to your word. My life will soon reveal you're the lifter of men, the lifter of men. I will hold on to the storm and I will Let it be released over you now. 
says, and his righteousness endured forever. Because thou hast loved righteousness and hated wickedness, therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed you with an oil of gladness that sets you above your fellows. From tonight I prophesy, let there be a mark of distinction upon you. In the name of Jesus, a mark of distinction upon you. In ministry, in life, and in business. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hear me? And for everyone here who is sick in your body, we may not have the time to take testimonies, but in the name of Jesus, who is the Son of the living God, I stand upon the grace of our Father tonight, and I decree and declare, be healed now. Blood conditions be healed now. Mental health conditions be healed now. Bone conditions be healed now. No matter what name it is called, in the name of Jesus, I bring you life and healing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now please hear me. like this many years ago I was instructed to 
and I carried everything that I had, not just money, even in terms of material possession. I put it in a bag and I prayed for three hours non-stop. It was a large meeting like this. There was an overflow outside. So I sat down outside and when everything was done, then people were bringing their gifts and now the Lord asked me to go forward with my own. Nothing much, but I was determined to of these circles that would keep me bound. I didn't want to do ministry with compromise. And I knew that having an authentic message, having an anointing, and yet not having financial empowerment would tilt you towards the corridors of compromise. I wanted to do ministry with integrity. It is my creed and my creed forever. But I knew that just making a bold statement that you will not compromise is not how it works. The Bible says, look unto Abraham your father and to Sarah that body. He says, for I called him alone and I blessed him. How did he call Abraham? Genesis 22. Abraham, take now thy son, thy only son whom thou lovest and offer him upon a mount that I will show you. The Bible says, and Abraham arose early. Obedience, promptly. When he lifted the knife to heaven and he said, Abraham, stop. From now I know that fearest me. He says, I swear by myself that in blessing I will bless you and that in multiplying I will multiply you. Today we jump and we claim that Abraham's blessings are ours and Jesus was correcting the scribes and the Pharisees. He says, if you are truly the children of Abraham, you do the works of Abraham. And in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 29, he says, if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs are so you have to follow after Jesus, the pattern man. He didn't just claim to be the seed of Abraham. He died to validate. He gave himself as a seed. I feel embarrassed to say this, but in the body of Christ, because of this seed, seed, money, money thing, unfortunately, it's been so abused. We have eroded the integrity around fetic giving. But please make no mistakes about it. Your seed is the instrument of war, even in the play, in the time of famine. The Bible said, and Isaac sowed land, and he received in that same year. Hallelujah. Bring out your seed. Let me carry my own here. I will never preach what I do not believe. I will never tell people to do what I do not understand and what I do not believe. I took time to pray over my own seed and I said, Lord, I may be the preacher you have granted the privilege, but you see the realm of the spirit does not care if you are a preacher. It only rewards practitioners. It says, now that ye know these things, happy are you if you do them. Is it alright if I request that we all stand? Please. Many of you will be surprised at the dimensions and the doors that will be open to you by reason of this. Please lift your seed high above your head. Father, in the name of Jesus, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, for without faith is him, is him. For he cometh unto God must come believing that he exists and then that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 
We have come with our seeds, not by coercion, not by manipulation, not by the cheap talks of men. We have come, number one, acknowledging that you are Abba, the giver of every good thing. Because the Bible says a man can receive nothing except and unless it is given unto him from above. Number two, we have come to use our seeds to connect based on the principle of scripture that as far as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, summer and winter, day and night, cold and heat will not cease. And then by the mystery of resurrection that you are able to give our seeds another body that we can sow and reap liberty. We can sow our shame and reap breakthrough. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you will honor the givings of your people. Lord, some of them are giving sacrificially. Some of them are giving from Europe, from US, from Nigeria, from Ghana. Thousands are gathered here lifting up their seeds. Lord, you are not a fraudster. You are not a scammer. I cry unto you in the name of Jesus. Let there be speedy rewards. Let there be supernatural breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus Christ. I connect you to the grace that prospers. The Bible says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, so that ye, having sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. May that grace rest upon you. In the name of Jesus, for some of you by this seed, I call for the helpers of your destiny. I compel them to hold your hands and to shift you to the next seasons of your life. In the name of Jesus, some of you are lifting your seeds like Cornelius. I decree and declare the Peter that must be sent to you, dear Cornelius, I compel that he's inspired to meet you in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. Therefore, Leviathan, Mammon, we summon you by the integrity of the word of God and we crush your head over the finances of God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ. As you sow this seed with understanding, I declare that you rise. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. How do we sow the seeds? Please direct me. Will you walk to... to okay, so I'm going to request very quickly the basket. Please, I know that there are a crowd of people like this and we want to ensure that everything is done with integrity as much as possible. Um, those who need to cast their seeds very quickly, come and do so. Are they coming out? The protocol will guide you just like we did for the first service for the first offering. They will guide you as the music camp. Please move to the boxes closest to you and we'll take it all over. All right, thank you. Very quickly, let's do that in one minute so that I can make the altar call. I need to do that. Very quickly, please. May God bless you. Very quickly, please. Let's, let's have that. Okay. Someone, shall, the worship team can sing a song. 
One, two minutes. Let's make that very fast. Okay, we have Simeon in the house. Let's welcome Simeon. for your patience. Now listen. Please everyone listen to me. Jesus died and rose again. Gave us victory. But that victory is an experience that will be far from us until we intentionally and we consciously acknowledge his lordship over our lives. That whosoever believes in him, the Bible declares, should not perish but should have everlasting eternal life there are people here who are saying apostle if you will give me a chance perhaps you were here yesterday and you did not come out or you were invited today graciously and the spirit of God is speaking to you that you need to make your ways right with Jesus number one there are those who need to rededicate their lives there's no point cajoling you you have heard the word of God the call to authentic Christianity. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to make that call. I believe there is one person here who is saying, I need Jesus. I need to make it right. I counted one to five. I am going to request very quickly that you come this time around. I'd like you to stand to my right so that you do not interrupt 
the baskets here very quickly let's begin to clap as i count one to five please leave your seat and i want you to come no matter how far behind please clear the way for them if they are coming for salvation come if you're coming please run god bless you come come god bless you tonight is your night god bless you come You don't have to kneel for speech, just come. Just come. As the you are the son of God I believe that you died for my sin I believe that you rose again for my justification right now I make Jesus my Savior my Lord and my King I declare that the power of sin Satan hell and the grave is broken over my life from tonight until forever i declare that i'm a child of god washed by the blood of the lamb i go forward ever and backward never amen 
Keep your hands lifted, Father. Thank you for these precious ones. Of it that you'll be grounded and established in righteousness to the glory and the praise of Jesus in Jesus' matchless name. We pray, amen and amen. Please, I'd like you to all move to my right. Let's honor them as they go. My left now, which is your right, everyone. Let's celebrate them as they go. Now, while they're on their way going, I want to make a special request. I didn't discuss with him and my apologies, but I want to plead with his eminence to just come and stand here and make a prophetic declaration as a father from the bowels of his spirit to cap up everything you have received tonight. Hallelujah. And as he makes that declaration, I know that he has been speaking over your life every day, but he's standing tonight in the capacity of his office and by the privilege of fatherhood is going to be speaking over Ghana speaking over us I want you to receive him and open up your heart let this be a seal to all that has happened tonight uh, before we do that um, where is the package at this convention you can close it yeah at this convention, um, I have four stalls that I'm giving out to certain specific individuals. And one is for you in bridging the gap between the old and the new generation. This is an honor, Ghana. Papa, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. You can do better than that. The Bible said, a threefold cord is not easily broken. And the Bible said, two shall put 10,000 to flight. I want you to stand in three or two. Three or two, three or two. Don't join hands. Don't join hands. But stand. Form the circles of three. If you don't have three, make it two. But form a circle, circle, a circle of three or two, of three or two. I think on Sunday, I, I was inspired to declare. Uh, was it Sunday? What did I declare? that the price of petrol and things you reduce. Remember? Was Sunday. Yes, on Sunday. On Sunday. Uh, I'm told the price is coming down. Is it true? All right, we need it to come down some more. Hallelujah. And we need the city to stabilize.
should be where we are. Apostle, if you are finished, you don't have to stand. You can sit down. Put your hands together for him as he's taking a seat, please. Are you clapping? Do you appreciate him? Thank God, thank God for him. Put your hands together and thank God for him again. And before, before we pray for Ghana, as you are standing in circles, I want us to extend the courtesies of our prayers to him also for coming to be a blessing. You have no idea what it takes to stand and to do ministry like he's doing it. Let's ask God to remember him for good and to increase him and to give him the finishing anointing. You know, Paul said, Paul said, I have fought a good fight. It's a fight of faith. He said, I've finished my course. I have kept the faith. Let us pray for him that he will have the finishing anointing, that he will fight a good fight. He will finish his course. He will keep the faith. He will not shipwreck. He will not fall by the wayside, but he will end well. The Bible said, better is the end of everything than the beginning thereof. Let us pray for him for the finishing anointing. Wherever you are from circles of three, lift up prayers for him right now. Call his name before the throne and let prayers go out. Put your hands together and pray. Call his name, mention his name. Pray for the finishing anointing. Pray for divine acceleration. Now, now hear me, hear me. One more prayer for him. The other day David said, he said, it is God. It is God. It is God that gets me with strength to the battle. And then he said, by my God, I have run through a troop. That word troop means legions. I've run through legions and I've skipped over walls. Let us, and the wall here stands for opposition, resistance, anything that tries to block you. Let us pray that God will get him with strength to the battles of the future. And that he will run through troops, legions, and he will skip over walls. Put your hands together and pray for him. Get him with strength. Get him with strength to the battles of life, of the ministry, and of the nations. Get him with strength. And get him with strength and with power to run through troops, to leap over walls, to break down unseen barriers. In the name of Jesus, let your hand be deployed. Let your In the name of Jesus, Paruda Sahas, Lekutu Hadas, Lekatu Wahand, 
kivanda kahawaand bei kitu wahalada sumba malahanda kuwa hasa ilai tukada akatupan vilitu kuwa hasia now we want to pray for Ghana but not just Ghana there is war in the DRC Congo those are our brothers and sisters over 200,000 women children and men have left their homes and have nowhere to stay it's not supposed to be that way and there are unrest all across the nations the situation in Ukraine Cameroon and so many nations of the world we want to pray for the peace and the deliverance of these nations. And in the name of Jesus, the Bible says, He causes war to cease. He causes war to cease to the ends of the earth. We want to engage and we want to deploy the hand of the Lord to bring to an end the war in Congo, the DRC, and across Cameroon and the nations of our world, either in Africa or in Europe or in Asia or in North America or in South America. Let the hand of our I bring to an end the wars across the nation. If you know any nation that is facing unrest or war, let the hand of the Lord be engaged and deployed over that nation. Form circles of three right now and pray with someone. Don't stand alone. Form circles of three or two, three or two. Put your hands together. Lift up prayer for the nations. For the nations. I can't hear you. All over to the tents, all over to the overflow. Lift up prayer for the nation. Sahawasan Kilun Takanda Vasumba Le Parakuta Wahasaya Ikadunda Lekaya Bay to Kanda Wasati Ikalunda Basi Takan De Fayanda Kawahasan De Bandi Katun Kilei to Kabala Hasin Kipolanda Kibalunda Sa Kodila Bahadalunsa Metu Kundala Sa Push it, somebody, put it together. Put it together. Pray for the healing of the nations, the deliverance of the nations. Molabakati, the peace of the nations. Stand in the gap for your nation. Malakuta Handa, Makadala Sumba, Kidu Sawahakasun, Beatu Kadela Kut. Because war to cease, even to the ends of the earth, it breaks the bow of arrow, paranda sun, paruta can the bow break, makita lunda siba. Lift up your hands all over. Uyo nyamia, utiansi, wainzi, yada.
wala handu kwa sumba fasianda tun kila tunda kaza ilai tukawahakan heyasa ikadanda wasan kibala handu kaza now give me some 118 verse 25 there is something we call time sensitive blessings tell two people time sensitive blessings again this is a blessing that is due you now not tomorrow is something that if it doesn't happen today and you enter tomorrow you have missed it that means is designated for today it's for right now and as you stand with two or three people let every time sensitive blessings the now blessings in the womb of time and in transit which has been held from you or held back we command the release of the full manifestation of time sensitive blessing everybody open your mouth as you put your hands together let there be the full release of the manifestation of time sensitive blessing put your hands together and let it happen in the name of Jesus happening right now it is taking place right now time sensitive blessings not tomorrow it's a right now thing is something that must happen right now the kotuda kasa letaka dula wasaka imalanda kubadisa sekutani Punahan feilika awasanda kumasit ikaluta la hasinda alakuni wasan kifayasu wahasanda kuta elutuku la kasan beituka ikola tanda kasa lemalu wahadaki sibalan kifatu kadibasa kulayatan kifakun sipala hadabasu idulasa. Lastly, lastly, we were not born and raised in refugee camps. Born in the hospitals, dwell in the habitations of our fathers and our mothers all these years and decades in this land. The one who speaks into the womb of time that no occasion would take place or happen in this land between now and 2024 that would turn the clock of Ghana back that any occasion in the womb of time and by the imagination
vision option. And whatever they've transacted, when it comes to the destiny of Ghana, we take it from the hands of the enemy. And we gather the people of this country. We will stand together and this country will know prosperity and we will go forward and the hand of the Lord shall continue to dwell upon this country and our star will continue with the flag of Ghana to fly in the midst of the flag of the nations of this world. Stand with two or three people. Lift up that prophetic prayer right now as God gives you the utterance and the unction and the inspiration. Pray that prayer. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. The violence take it by force. The violence take it by force. Put it together, lift it up. Prophesy to the four wings that Ghana will remain intact, that Ghana will not fall apart, that Ghana will not go into obscurity. Atulaki Sifada, Leitu Kada Hasita, Leka Patunda Kasan, Hidaluta Timba Vasa, Lea Masindi Kavahan, Leka Takandi Vasan, Vileitu Kama Dasi, Akitulutu Kandi Vas, Lepatu Wankati Saman, Vileina Bahan, Vivalan Kadum Vasan, Leitu Kandi Kasada. Lastly, 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 an old man told me something. He said when the coup took place, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah was fine, and there was this friend of his that was with Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. And when he heard about the coup in Ghana, he said something. He said, oh, Ghana, Ghana, that Ghana may know my plans. Oh, Ghana, Ghana is finished, is finished forever. That was a statement of a prophetic father and a leader. Today, by the covenant of the supreme. For whatever reason, we are not managing well. We are not shifting blame on any government. But any pronouncement that has been made that is still hanging over this nation as a dark cloud and as an evil calm. Today, on the account of the superior blood of the Lamb, we repeal that curse. We repeal that prophet, demonic word. Put your hands together, form a circle of three. Repeal that word. As we put our hands together, let every curse word, pronouncement that has become an evil cloud over this nation be repealed. Repeal, 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 repeal that curse word. In the name of Jesus, repeal it now.
Repeal it. Repeal it. Now, lastly, lift it up. Everybody, all hands lifted wherever you are. All hands lifted up to heavens. Let there be a recovery. I'm not hearing you. I said, let there be a recovery of wasted years. A recovery of lost crowns. A recovery of our lost glory. A recovery of our lost honor. A recovery of our stolen goods. Let the stolen goods of this country and the citizens of this nation be recovered without fail. As you put your hands together and open your mouth, let there be divine recoveries of wasted years, lost ground, stolen goods. Put it together and let there be a performance. Open your mouth. It's happening. There is a recovery without fail of wasted years, of stolen goods of lost grounds whatever you have lost whatever is taken from you is coming back again now lastly lift it possession my goods my treasures my glory my riches my blessings Say by divine authority, I command such a one, human and beast, relinquish it, relinquish it, release it right now. Put your hands together in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, command them to relinquish and to release your goods, your treasures, your honor, your riches your blessings, your testimony, your breakthrough, whoever has them in their possession, we command them by divine authority to release, 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 release. Thank you, Lord. Lift it up. Need to be there. 